0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, Well, good morning, my time. I'm on the uh, West Coast, so nine o'clock in Washington today. Um, If you are on the call, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Go ahead and get your video feeds up and running. That would be great. Chad Feener, see you in the house, buddy. Uh, Jay Cook, good stuff. So um, looking forward to today. Um, Today, obviously, it's Mastermind Monday. And what is Mastermind Monday all about? Well, driving revenue getting you better results for your players and uh, hopefully getting you to have a bigger impact at your facility. And so my name is Bo Baker. I'm an RGX mentor filling in for Will today. Um, And I'm going to be kind of talking about, hey, how do we build trust with our players so that we can hopefully gain more loyalty and help them lower their scores. And that's the whole point of today's call. So hopefully you can take some stuff away from this. Um, I have stolen something from Simon Sinek, so I will give him credit right now before I forget to do so and kind of show you my thought process on building relationships and gaining that trust with people. And so, as always, the way we start our Mastermind Mondays, we always start them off with a question. And so, here is the question of the day. What are the main topics of conversations with your players, new and returning? So just to kind of get your brain started. Obviously we probably talked to them a lot about golf and I want you to open up that chat box. I'm going to put something here and I want you to answer this question for me. And so as we go through this, do you talk about who they are? Do you talk about what they do, what you do as a golf coach, where you need help, your why? So why are you there to coach them? Why you do what you do? What, what motivates you as a coach? Um, or you talk about their why. Why do they want to get better? Why do they want to get coaching from you, right? Or is there something else? So go ahead and get in that chat box. I want to see these answers come through. Let's get real interactive here. And uh, I'm going to go through and see who else. Jim, Jim Estes is on the call. Derek Caesar right across the road. Love it. So we got a bunch of people on here. So uh, Chad Feener, what they're looking for, what do they want, right? And so there, there's a great example of some conversation topics, right? And so how are we getting in there to start these conversations? Get in that chat box, let's get active. Would love to see these answers come through. And while you guys are doing that, I'm gonna to go to my Simon Sinek uh, steel here. And so this is basically straight from Simon Sinek, right? And so he talks about a lot about kind of the marketing process and so how a lot of companies are stuck in the wrong direction of this circle and they, they start on the outside and they work in a lot of companies get stuck this way. But if you look at great companies like Apple, uh, maybe even Microsoft or Amazon, right? They, they, they preach about their, their why first, what, what motivates them? Why are they in business? What problem are they fixing for you? They discuss the why first, and then they discuss how they are doing it and then what the product is product comes last. Right. And so, that is the last thing we want to be talking about is what is the product we're selling them, right? And so these are ways of building trust. And so I've kind of developed, developed my, uh, my own circle here, I guess you could say. And so, and real quick, Jay cook, how are you feeling about your game? What's one thing you might do to feel better. I love that, right? Getting into, you know, why, why do they want to improve? What is it that's going to make them feel good? Love it. Okay. So, Let's go into this golden circle of trust that I've kind of built. Okay, so first thing you should be doing when you're talking to your players, okay, and I'm gonna tell you a quick story as we go through this, but who are they? What do they do? And and really put the spotlight on them. And this is gonna be the building the trust part of getting you know getting your players to trust you more and for you to not sound like a salesman, right? So Who are they? What do they do? What's their family life like? You know, how long have they been playing golf? That might be something you could talk to them about. And really, golf is kind of, you know, you try to try to talk about golf less. Talk more about just who they are, right? And so then we have the why. Okay? And so the why would be why are they there? Why do you coach? What motivates you to coach, right? And so you're kind of, you see how these conversation patterns go, right? If they're talking about Why they're there, why won't you talk about, well, why do you coach, right? What motivates you? That's a lot more inspiring than, oh, hey, sign up for five-pack lessons for, you know, 400 bucks or, you know, whatever it is, right? And then you start to go into, okay, well, they're there. This guy wants to come in, and he wants you to fix the slice. Okay, great. Well, now, how are you going to fix the slice, right, or her slice? So how good do they want to get, okay? How are you as a coach going to plan to get them there, okay? And so you start to see how this – goes in to out, in to out, right? And the only thing I'm adding in there is the who part of this conversation. So really discuss who they are, then go to the why, the how, and then, okay, what is it? So how committed are they? How soon do they want to start? And then what does the cost of that program look like? And what does that program look like for them, right? And as you all know, hey, let's get them out on the course and figure out really where they're at. And so a quick story about this, I was, uh, we have a simulator bay hit up uh, at the Creek at Qualchin where I coach. Um, and we set it up during the winter time, uh, for about three and a half, four months. And I only teach, I only coach on Mondays on that simulator. And so I was in there on an off day. Um, and we just had some public play in there hitting balls. And these three guys, uh, they're about my age 30, you know, early thirties, young professionals. And, um, I just ordered I'm going to try to paint the picture. Just ordered this big bowl of mac and cheese. I had sat a beer down and I was going to drink my beer, have some mac and cheese. And I was sitting there with my head professional and another assistant. And one of the guys says, hey, you know, who who does lessons? And of course, it always comes at lunchtime, right? I'm like, oh man, here it comes. My head professional diverts the conversation to me. And uh, he says, well, Bo does, you know, pretty much all of our coaching and our teaching. And so at that point, I knew, okay, game time, right? Here's a hot lead. This guy obviously is searching for lessons, uh, searching for some coaching. So I grabbed my mac and cheese, my beer, sat it down at the table closer to them while they were hitting balls. And uh, when he, when he asked that question of, you know, who gives the lessons, what should my response be? Right. It, it shouldn't necessarily be me or whatever. Right. And then he, then he goes into well, how much do you charge? And that's the catch that gets us, right? Everybody asks that question right off the bat. How much do you charge? And I think that's the trust-crushing question of all golf coaches is how much do you charge, especially when it's right off the start, right off the get-go. My, my immediate response is that this is what I've done now is, well, who's asking, right? So if they say, well, what do you charge? I say, well, who's asking, right? And it's kind of a little cheeky, but it's kind of fun and shows them that you're lighthearted and have a good time you say it in the right tone and that immediately gets the conversation to the who who is this person it gets me back to the center of my circle right and so we start to discuss and turns out he's a dentist just bought his dad's practice he's 31 Um, he's got a girlfriend he's very serious about I mean these are all things that we started to talk about we didn't even talk about golf for the first 15 minutes right and so how does that build trust as opposed to hey you know, I, you know, I coach, this is what I charge. I sell 10 packs, they're 900 bucks, right? That's not building trust. Building trust is really getting into who are they, and then going into the why are they there? And so we started to discuss that why a little bit of, well, why are you here? Why do you want to get better, right? What, what are you looking to do with your golf game? And we started to go down that road. And through that process, we got into my beliefs okay how what, what i believe in coaching how i coach you know i told him hey i really believe in doing a nine-hole game assessment before we even start and so i'd rather get you out here in the spring and do all of these things and so we had a this was probably a 20 or 30 minute conversation now granted you don't always have that time to to give to everybody right but he had two friends in there and by the end of an hour i had all three of them seriously interested in Lessons and they wanted to learn together. And so I had already put a group together and they're going to start in the spring because I followed up with them this last week. and We'll talk. We'll get to following up and following through and they signed up. Right. And so it wasn't because I have this just key to everything. It was because we we built the relationship. Right. And so building this relationship is the first thing and that's in the who. Right. And then you get to the why and the how and the what. So build the relationship and then that goes into this next kind of topic of getting better results for players, right? And so if we don't have a relationship with our players, I, I really don't think we can get them a very good result because without the relationship, they're never going to trust you to guide them and to lead them down that path, right? And so this is where I'm going to talk about kind of the tone of an expert, okay? So and I, and I change these out to customer service voice versus expert. Okay, So customer service voice might say, I think you should keep the ball in play, right? That's putting the ball into somebody else's court and letting them make the decision of, well, should I keep the ball in play or should I I hit this thing over the bunkers? Should I try to carry the bunkers or should I lay up and then hit in from there, right? And so you're giving them that option. But as you've built this relationship and you've gained this trust with players, your expert voice should be, keeping the ball ball in play is essential to scoring. Okay. Now that's the voice of an expert. And so which one are they going to trust more? Which one are they going to take more seriously? Right. Tone of an expert or this customer service kind of voice right now. I will say the base of all of this is you have, I'm going I'm to emphasize this a lot. You have to build the relationship first, which is in that golden circle of who are they? Why are they there? How good do they want to get? right, all of these things, that's the essential part. Build a relationship and then start to talk like an expert. Okay, another example. Okay, let's do a five pack of lessons and see if we can fix your slice. See you on Tuesday, right. Expert voice, this is just to get your mind kind of working here. I know you mentioned the slice, but I really believe in getting you on the golf course to get a full picture of your game so I can put a comprehensive plan together to help you reach your goals, right which one sounds more trustworthy and maybe uh Kevin you're Kevin Coombs looks like you're on my screen why don't you go ahead and unmute yourself and kind of give me your feedback on this stuff so far
1: oh yeah I mean they all
0: I mean I've been in the business for 30 years and for 30 years has been the customer service voice and dealing with so uh, I'm really learning the expert voice to put forth to my members so it's a big Change for me. I would have, yeah. I mean, I would have gone right to how much it costs and all that before I got hooked up with R G X. Right. And um, I'm, I really makes me makes me feel more important and more professional to be able to
1: use that expert voice as the as the examples you're giving.
0: Right. Yeah, that's great. Appreciate that input, Kevin. Yeah, and I think that's what we got to remember. Right? Is the expert voice for examples everything? People are going to trust an advisor. They're going to trust an expert, right? When we're in a coaching environment, you're the leader, you know the game and you know how to get them that result. And you know that, hey, you have to keep the ball in play to, to get a result, right? And so kind of going off that and Chad, uh, Chad Feener, just because you're in my screen, right? I th- you know, I don't know if this thing goes alphabetical or what, but give me your thoughts, <laughs> feedback, maybe on the gold, you know, this golden circle of trust and tone of an expert. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, the Simon Sinek, uh, the who, the what, and the why. I love that. I love that analogy. I love that you're using that. Um, Something that we can use in everyday life. But the biggest thing that I've taken over the last, I don't know, 12 or 13 months is uh, building a relationship is is strong is key to success. But giving your players a voice, I find, goes a long way. A lot of these players just they just want somebody to talk to, and they're, they're going to buy into you by just giving them your time. Uh, it's the traditional model of the, you know, the 45 minute lesson on the range and then chancing, never seeing that student again, the retainment, the ratio, or the, the percentage of retaining that student to me, in my experience is really, really low. Right. My retainment percentage, when I give these, you know, the right students, my time and show them that I care, you know, my retainment is, is through the roof. So okay. I think giving them a voice goes, a, goes a long way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate that, man. Get, you know, Chad, I think you make this a habit of reading my mind or something. Cause you always tee it up for me for the next topic. Okay. <laughs> and so I think, you know, this idea of retainment and loyalty, right. And so I just put this one, we're just going to talk about this for a minute, but key number three, right. To all of this, building trust, gaining loyalty, getting better results is follow up and follow through. I mean, how frustrating is it when you set a doctor's appointment you show up doctors running behind an hour whatever it is right it's hey you set an appointment show up on time follow through be a man of your word or a woman of your word and get that player the result so a lot of this is simple stuff right following up send your players a text during the week you know you read an article that about a golf swing you read an article about some sort of strategy or you know, whatever it is, and it reminds you of a player. Send it to him, right? Off season is a great time to do this. Uh, I took this from Jay. Uh, I think this was last year, Jay. About you know finding a, a book for somebody, right? And saying, hey, you know, this my one of my favorite things to do is I had a, I had a player last year. I'll tell you his name's Steve, and Steve had a, a major surgery and he was out for four months. And I've been teaching, I've been coaching Steve for three years now, three and a half years. So we have a pretty good bond. Good relationship and he comes and sees me every winter every spring summer fall he's, he's always there and he said hey Bo, I'm not gonna be there I got a major surgery so what I did I hopped on Amazon this literally took two minutes of my time and twelve dollars it's a pretty small marketing budget and I, I bought him the book from Bob Rotella putting out of your mind because Steve struggles with some putting right and Amazon makes it real easy to put a note in there hey thinking of you hope you feel well hopefully this makes some time pass I really think this could be helpful for you while you're down, right? Steve still talks about that book. He doesn't talk about my coaching. He doesn't talk about, he talks about him being down, getting a book from me, and be, having something to do. He says that's, and whenever he talks about my programs, and this isn't a pat on the back or anything like that, but when he talks about my programs, what does he talk about? He, he talks about the book he got when he was sick, right? <laughs> he doesn't talk about these things. So, so following up and following through. And i think this this idea of following through so your results of hey if you if you're going to promise somebody a result you're going to guarantee that result make sure you get them the result and that's what's going to grow your brand and grow your loyalty and your your retention and all of these things Is when you're getting people actual results they're going to re-sign with you and then your wait list is going to grow and as somebody gets out, you fill in with the next person, and you get that person a result, and then they go and tell their friends, and they go and tell their friends. So, um, I want some thoughts and feedback on this. Maybe, hey Jay, here in my screen. So, Jay, give me your thoughts and maybe some ideas that you do on following through, following up like that.
1: Well, I think I think the whole notion of, of follow up is it's everything right? That follow-up is sometimes referred to as touch points. How many times per year do you touch your player one way or the other? Is it in a lesson? Is it in a voice note? Is it in a text message? Um, Is it in a book? Um, I'll Trump, I'll Trump that book one of yours. Um, I'll get the book and then I'll put a handwritten inscription in it. I'll deliver it in person along with a small thing of Bailey's and say, have a good time tonight. So (laughs) It really depends on the person and the nature. But I try to go on how many times am I touching that customer every year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And, Jay, just a just quick follow-up on that. How are you – do you have any systems in place for that follow-up? Like, you know, it's a customer relations man, you know, CRM or anything like that. What do you do for that?
1: Uh, well, a CRM would be good. It's just that my company is very small because my company is me. So running a CRM program is hard. So I just do a spreadsheet. I put the player's name, and then I put the touch points along the top, Yeah. the, the common ones, right, a right. uh, reward for a, a good lesson. Uh, yeah. You want a, a sleeve of balls because you want today's supervised practice challenge. Um, you had your first hole-in-one. Uh, uh, I sent you a personalized uh, handwritten note, anything, and just check them off and just yeah. make sure you're keeping up.
0: And I think that's huge, right, for the professional side, like, hey, let's, let's have our business in a place where we can, do, we can keep up, we can follow up, and we can be doing these things. Because, again, you know, we don't, we don't coach golf, right? We coach people. And sometimes golf is a byproduct of that. And, Jay, I got that from you. I'll give you full credit for that, right? It's you coach golf or you coach people and golf is just a byproduct of it. And so our main focus when we're out there with these people is to build that relationship. Okay. And I'll go back. I'm going to pull this slide up once more, but it's this right here. And I, and I use this, this is my, my mental note or my, the picture in my head of any conversation with new or returning clients. And I always start with who are they, where are they at in their life? Right? Because the more I can know about that person and the more I can understand, you know, whatever their personal life is, where they're, what what drives them what makes them tick the better i can coach them right and so some people they need a kick in the butt other people they need you to come in and say hey we're going to get this together we're going to get there right and, and i can't know those things unless i know the person that i'm talking to and so always go into that of who are they why are they there right how good do they want to get and then you can talk about what product you have to offer them and so build your product around those things and about the the type of players you coach. And the other part about this, we talk, we talk a lot about, and this is kind of a little bonus here because we, we've gone through this a little quicker than I anticipated, but a lot of this is going around too, as well as uh, of qualifying your prospects, qualifying your people. And a lot, you know, if we start out there on the what of, you know, selling a product, we never qualified that individual. Is it somebody that we actually want to coach? Is it somebody that's actually going to put the time in? You know, does their life show that, hey, they follow through, they get things done? Just like this dentist I talked to the other day. I know, hey, if you make it through dentistry school, you buy a practice, you're pretty committed to what the things you do, right? And, and then we get to have that conversation of, hey, this guy, I watched him hit it on the simulator, and he can't break 100, and he hits the ball better than most people that I meet. It's, you know, okay, how much time do you have to commit? I guarantee we can get you in the 90s, no problem. And probably breaking 90 by the, you know, end of next summer, no problem. Like, just watching him hit it, you know you can. It's putting him through those processes and those drills that make him get there, right? And so I really believe that this circle helps you look out for your business almost first and look out for you first so that you have a better work-life balance because you're going you're gonna to qualify who these people are, right? And so I'm going to pick on somebody else here. Uh, let's see. It looks like Brian Titus. You're, you're up there. So Brian, go ahead and unmute yourself and tell me: Do you qualify your people, and how are you building that trust with them?
1: I'm sorry. Do I qualify people?
0: Yeah. Do you, so the people you coach, do you qualify like the type of person you want to coach. So so when you have a conversation with them, do you say, Yeah, this is a good fit for my programs? Um.
1: Not not really. Um, this is something that i that I need to talk to you guys more about I think as we go along uh, I'm fairly new to this um, my my understanding with the club is that I need to work with anybody who wants who wants help sure. I don't really get to pick and choose um, you know I, I mean i I have a sense that that there are some people that are going to be more successful and I'm going to enjoy working with them more than I you know, would with somebody else, right. but uh, I don't really feel like I'm in a position right now where I can, where I can pick and choose who I'm going to work with.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, it's definitely different for, right. Cause I'm at a public facility. So I, I have a little bit more freedom in who I get to work with. And so I think where you're at obviously is going to determine a lot of that. And I think that, you know, just my two cents there is, you know program development and things like that I qualify people I want to help as many people as I can no question but there's certain people that are a better fit for different programs right and so
1: right
0: it, it, depending on their commitment level their their why why they want to get to where they are that's part of that process and so is is building the programs to fit those molds and right. so um, yeah but I you know and that's great and that's why you're here right is to learn and figure these things out and At a private club, you definitely have to be more um, aware of those things, right? And so, uh, because you got to service those members. So that's great. Yeah, thanks for the feedback. Um, So other than that, you guys, this is kind of what I had today. We're probably going to be just a little bit short. I'm going to get to the end of this presentation here. But if you are looking to develop your business, right, and and you want to reach out to RGX, go ahead and scan that code. My email, I totally spaced to put it on here. I'm going to go ahead and throw it in the chat box. But to talk to me kind of directly, if you want to, it's just b.baker at rgxcoach.com. Let me put this in here. And I'm available uh, whenever. So so feel free to shoot me a personal note at my email. Um, I would be happy to reach out to you and visit with you about where your business is at and how we can help you grow it. So other than that, thank you all so much for being on the call today. Uh, go out there, hopefully. Uh, you have a great week and a great Christmas. We enjoyed it. Thanks guys.
1: Thank you.